What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today, we're talking about abusive relationships. And I'm talking about this because I live in an apartment, right? And if you've ever lived in an apartment that's not made of cement, you hear your neighbors. And the neighbors, one of my neighbors, uh, have a really abusive couple. They abuse each other and their dog. So that's why I'm doing this episode. And what I want to ask is, for everyone listening, why do we tend to stay in abusive relationships? Continuing to allow ourselves to be abused and to abuse others is probably the most damaging thing that you could do outside of actually uh, killing yourself or killing someone else or some other extreme situation like that. Abuse kind of makes us addicted to certain emotions. For example, fear or or terror or neglect, a whole host of things. And it's a very, it can be a very, very vicious cycle. I know I said something similar to this in the last, in the last podcast, but I'll say it again. The more you experience or allow abuse or commit abuse, the more likely you're to commit abuse or perceive abuse. I've been doing a lot of reading lately and this is actually pretty confirmed stuff according to uh, people's biology, surprisingly. And this explains why a lot of us who come from abusive homes tend to choose abusive partners. Or if we come from a single-parent household, we'll end up creating a single-parent household. It turns out, at least according to my reading, that we sexually imprint on our parents or whoever is raising us. So... If your abusive parents got together, that means abuse will get you a partner and children. And if you grow grow up in the same household where you're respected and everything's nice and chill and lovable, you are likely to accept that that can get you a, a positive relationship in the future that results in kids. And abuse as a child can create, I can't think of the name right now, but some type of survival instinct where like, the abuse is normalized to a point where non-abusive environments seem like the most abusive environments, if that makes sense. So a person who grew up in chaos will most likely see chaos as an adult because it's safer than normal. Now, if you're a normal person, that seems absolutely crazy. That someone who came from chaos would not want a stable environment. But you have to understand that if you grew up in a chaotic environment, when things weren't chaotic, what, what were you experiencing? You were experiencing a lot of anxiety about future chaos. If chaos wasn't happening in the moment, it was sure going to happen in the next moment. Let's say for some reason you're in Africa and you're in the desert or the safari and you see a lion. It's cool. It's, you would prefer to see the lion than not see the lion because to not see the lion means the lion is hiding, hiding somewhere in tall grass watching you and this is how people from abusive and chaotic environments feel when they're not actively experiencing chaos and abuse until they consciously get help and recognize that that survival mechanism from the past is no longer applicable abuse and chaos is a direct attack on your self-esteem it makes you feel like the world is not normal that you cannot function in a healthy and rational way 
So the sooner you can stop being in that environment or stop abusing if you're that person, the closer you are to a healthier self-esteem that will allow you to actually have a chance at um, positive experiences or a positive life in general. I assume that you're an adult listening to this, so I'll ask you if your your childhood survival strategy, if you came from an abusive and chaotic household, isn't holding you back now? Isn't altering the way you speak with normal people who aren't those people that you grew up with? Are you acting like chaos and abuse is around the corner, even though realistically it is not? I answered this question for myself, and the question is mostly uh, no. So (laughs) I haven't changed a lot, but I have changed some. Constantly improving every day. Shedding my old self and letting my real self come out. That's what I want for you. So you can be the person that you actually want to present to the world. And the thing about abuse, right, is that there is no version of you that wasn't abused. So there is no getting over it. It's just like integrating it, recognizing it, feeling it, and casting away the actions that guarantee repeated abuse and chaos in the future. The earlier you do this, the higher your chances of succeeding. So if you haven't started that journey, I would urge you to start now. It's never too late. As long as you try, you have a chance. That's all I have to say. I hope you got something great out of this. And I will see you next time. Peace.